Shalom, Baruch Hu, the Mesech is Boba Kamata Ayin Test. Today is Dav discusses if a guy steals something and does like a quasi mechira. So, what happens if someone steals and passes it on to someone else in one form or another? We discuss the location of the Geneva, the Tvicho Mechira. We discuss Kenyan Meshicha, whether that applies by a Shomer that is only Chayev once he does a Meshicha. We discuss defining the difference between a Gadav and a Goslin. Why there's a difference between four and five for a cow and a sheep, and we're to raise animals. We begin with Rabbi who asks, if someone steals and then sells the animal, but, like Rebel Hanan explains, for the first 30 days, although it's a complete mechira, he retains rights to use that animal. Or if he sells it, but he retains rights to its malacha forever. What happens if he sells it minus its offspring? Is he still chayed of hate for that mechira? So according to the man who says that the uber, the fetus in the animal's stomach, is like a limb of the animal. So obviously this is not a complete mechira. If he left out an entire limb of the fetus, so that would not be a mechira. He wouldn't be chayed of hate. What about according to the man who holds that it's that a fetus is not considered a limb of the mother? Do we say that since it's attached? He still left out something, or do we say that he didn't leave anything out? It's completely good mechira, and it be chayv dal hey. Some learn the question a little differently. That if you hold that the uber is not part of the mother, so then yeah, avada he left nothing out. It's a perfectly good seal chayv dal hey. Or on the other hand, I could say that maybe since this animal inside is considered kosher, if the shechita on the mother was done well. It's as if it is part of the mother in that regard, and this would be leaving something out in the sale. Maybe he shouldn't be chayav dalar vehei. The Gemara leaves this fairly onavi teiku. Next, your papa asks if someone steals and then amputates a leg of the animal, and then he sells it. Do we say that he left something out of the mechira? Or do we say, look, you took off the leg, but the mechira was a complete mechira. That's also a teiku. Next, the Gemara says... If someone steals and then gives the animal to someone else, and the other guy shechts it, if he steals it and someone else sells it for him, in the first case, the guy shechted it for him. If the guy steals it and then is maktashit, if he steals it and he sells it on credits, we never actually got paid for it. If he sells it as barter, so he doesn't get money back for it. If he sells it, if he steals it and gives it as a matana, or if he steals it and uses it to pay off his debts. Or if he steals it and he pays off the credit that he owes. Or finally, if he steals it and he sends it as the Savlonis, the gifts to his uh, in-laws. Says, this is a nice son-in-law he got. All these cases count as a full Tvichu Mechira and he has to pay Dalad Vehei. What's the Chiddush? There are two Chiddushim in this list. Number one, in the ratio when he steals it and gives it to someone else to Shacht. Normally, we don't say, but over here, we tag the Tvicha on the thief himself, even though he didn't do the Shechita himself. Because the Pasuk says here, comparing the Mechira and the Tvicha, just like the Mechira has two parties involved, so too if the Tvicha were to be with two parties, he gives someone else the Shlichas to Shechit, the sender, the thief, will be Chayv the Dalar. Hey, the second Chiddush is in the Seifa, where he's Makdish it. Chiddush is that Selling it to Hektish is just as bad as selling it to a human being. In the next mission, we learn 
about the location of the theft. If the guy steals it in the Rishos of the Bailem, but he does a Shechita, or the Mechira outside of his Rishos. Or vice versa, he steals it wandering in Rishos Harabim, but he shechts it or sells it in the Baal's Rishos. Or if he does the Geneva Tvicha U Mechira outside of his Rishos, all these cases, full dollar v'hei. However, the one case where he won't be high dollar v'hei is if he steals it, shechts or sells it all within the Baal's Rishos. There will be potter because he never did a complete geneva. However, if he does Meshicha, he's pulling the animal out of the Rishos and it dies while it's still in the, the Baal's Rishos. So there, he never did a, a full Meshicha. He never pulled it out of the Rishos. He'll still be potter for that. But if he picked it up at any point or... He got it out of the Baal's Rishos, and then it dies, he's going to be a chayiv. A kefal, if he didn't sell it or shecht it. If, this Rashi, whether the, the Baal or the Ganav, uses this animal for his Pidin Aben, or to pay off his debts, if he gives it to Hashem Rechina Mashoyal and and as he's pulling it, it dies. In the Baal's Rishos, he's still Potter, because he never left the Baal's Rishos. But, again, if he picks it up or takes it out of the Rishos, there, if the animal dies, he'll be Chayv once it left the Rishos, or he lifted it, did a Kinyan Hagbah. Now, the Gemara asks, once we're talking about Kinyanim, this whole Takona of Meshicha, that you have to do a Meshicha, and only then you become responsible for it. You have to be Meshicha out of the Baal's Rishos. Does that apply by a Shoimer as well, or not? Is the Shoyim are going to be chayiv to guard it even before the Mashiach. Once he accepts to be the Shleach. So if Yemar brings a rayo from our Mishnah, we said that if the guy uses this animal for his Pidyon Ben, or to pay off debts, or to give it to a Shoyim, he's giving it to a Shoyim. So the Mashiach is what matters. If he never got it out of the Baal Shos, he's not chayiv. L'chayrah. We're talking about the Shoimer. Then you see that we do apply this Indian of Meshicha by a Shoimer as well. It's not responsible until he does an, a successful Meshicha. But the Gemara says, no, 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 that's not a Raya over there. It was talking about where the Ganav was the one that was pulling it, not the Shoimer. I, we already learned about the Ganav and the Reisha. There are two types of Ganav. There's a Ganav who steals it from the Baal's house, and there's a Ganav who steals it from the Shoimer's house. Baravashi says, no, 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 you don't have to push away the raya. What's the difference if the, if the Ganav steals it from the Shoimer or from the Baal? They're both the same Geneva, the same rules apply. Rather, he does learn out from our Mishnah that a Shoimer is only responsible from when he completes the Mashiach. We also learn from Rebbe Lazar that just like we were Masaki Mashiach, when you're buying something, the same applies when you're accepting to be Shoimer something. And the Bryce says the same. That just like we're Masaki Mashiach by sales, we're Masaki it by Mashiach of a Shoimer. And the Bryce goes on that just like you buy land with Kesef Star and Chazaka, so too renting uses the same Kesef Star and Chazaka to trigger the rental. The Gomorrah says, one second, what are you renting? If you're renting Metaltlin, you don't write a star when you're renting a rake. So Chista says, we're talking about renting land, karka. That's where you have the same case of star and chazoko, not just when you're buying it. Next, Rabbi Lazar says, if, and this is actually uh, fundamental to our entire sugar, until now, what's the difference between a ganav and a gazlin? Rabbi Lazar says that if you see the guy is hiding and he's waiting to 
steal the goat or the cow, and then he shechts it or sells it, he's going to be chayiv dalad vehei. He counts as a ganav, right? Gazlan doesn't pay dalad vehei. Ah, he never did mashicha. Why is he going to be chayiv if he never completed the geneva component of his tvichu mechira? So if Chista answers that he didn't do a mashicha, but he led it with a stick. That's where he was mekayim, the uh, geneva. Ah, if you were able to see him hiding in the forest, doesn't that make him a gazlin if he's out in the open? No, the Gemara says since he's, he is hiding, the hiding is what makes him a ganev. No, says the Gemara, what is the case of a gazlin? So Ravo gives us an example, and Rabbi Yechonin gives, gives us an example. Ravo says, Ben Yo, Ben Yo, Yodo, took over Yoiv. As general, the Pesach says, Vayigzalas hachonis miyara mitzri, he stole the mitzri's spear, and he kills him with the spear. Mamish, broad daylight, confrontational theft. Rabbi Yechonin brings an example of the Balishchem, where the Pesach says, Vayisimu Balishchem, Ma'arbin al-Rosh Yehorim, they set up ambushes on top of the mountains, and they stole whatever passed by. Now, why didn't Rabbi Avahu like Rabbi Yochanan's example of the Baal Shechem, well, since they were hiding, he says, they're not Gazlani. Rabbi Yochanan says, no, they weren't hiding because they were scared. They were hiding because they wanted the element of surprise. Therefore, they still have the din of Ganovim. It's a bigger Chiddush. Now, the, the Talmudim of Rabbi Yochanan Zakai asked him, why is the Torah more Chomer on a Ganiv to be Mechaev, as opposed to a Gazlan who's Puri Potter? He's more brazen. He should be. He's worse in a sense. So Rabbi Yehuda answered, "This Ganav is equating the covet of an Evid to the covet of his master. But the the Gazlan, but the Gazlan is just as scared of Hashem as he is of people. He's not as afraid at all. As opposed to the Ganav, who is treating people with more covered than their abodes with more kavedus, kavayochol." It's as if people are watching him, but Hashem isn't. Chas v'shalom. Like the pasuk says, "Have a ma mikim Hashem last their eights of a hoya b'meshach maaseim." We have a pasuk v'yomru la'yira kol v'levan ale keyakov. It also says, "Ki omru eizav Hashem es oras ve'ein Hashem roye." Reb Meir brings a marshal from Reb Gamliel. This is like two people. One of them invites everyone to his party. Except for the princes. The other guy doesn't invite anybody. Knows who's going to get, get in more trouble? The one who invited everyone besides for the Bnei HaMelech. So, so too, the Ganav, who is paying more heed to human awe than he is to Hashem, he's going to be in more trouble. Rameir says, you can see the Koyach of Melacha from the difference between paying Dalet and Hey, Ishar and Aseh. Ishar. When you stale him, the owner is not able to use the shar for his malacha anymore. The seh. Sheep don't really work that much, so there's only going to be a chiv of dalid, not hey. Rabbi Yechonim and Zakai also says that you can see the, go- the godless of Kovat Abrius because a shar is able to walk. So when the Ghan of uh, steals it, he's walking down the street. It's not so embarrassing. But the seh, he has to carry on his shoulders, so we make him pay less because of that minutia of busha that this Ghan of has. In the next Mishnah, we begin a sugya of raising animals. The Mishnah tells us that one should not really, uh, raise behemadaka, uh, small animals in Eretz Yisrael. You can, however, in Syria, if you hold that Syria is not Eretz Yisrael, and in the deserts of Eretz Yisrael, you could also raise behemadakos. One should 
should not raise Tarno Goyim in Yerushalayim because they peck around and worry that they're going to peck at the Kodshim, the issues of Tumah. And the Kahanim, who are always dealing with, with uh, Kodshim, they cannot raise chickens anywhere in Eretz Yisrael because of Taharis. One is never allowed to raise pigs anywhere. One should not have a uh, raise, like a gadil, a dog, unless he keeps it on a chain, which is a... Uh, we have another Gemara that tells us not to raise a Kelevera. But here it's talking about a you know, good dog, but just keep him on a chain. And one is not, not allowed to spread out nets to catch doves unless he stays 30 wrists away from civilization so he won't catch any private birds in his hunting. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.